Hello and welcome to the 8th episode of Worldview Central Bank Insights. I'm your host, Reagan Basong, a freshman at the Wharton School of Finance, and it is my pleasure to guide you through yet another exploration of the largest stories regarding global financial dynamics over the past week. In today's discourse, we will turn our attention to how Russia's central bank has decided to hold rates steady amidst their continued high inflation, um, Zimbabwe's massive accumulation of gold reserves, and also how Japan slipped into a technical recession. Yeah, so to start off, Russia's central bank has made a strategic decision to keep its key interest rate at 16%. This is a move aimed at curbing inflation and stabilizing the economy amidst ongoing challenges. Um, Despite a slight easing of inflationary pressures compared to previous months, Russia's central bank did highlight that inflation still remains high, standing at just above 7% annually in January, which is well above their 4% target. This decision to maintain the high interest rate definitely underscores their ongoing commitment of managing inflation and ensuring the stability of Russia's heavily militarized economy. The central bank stance definitely reflects broader economic strategies aimed at balancing growth and stability in the face of challenges such as intense labor shortages and rising domestic demand. While the Russian economy has definitely shown resilience in certain areas such as military production and state benefits, challenges do remain, particularly, as I said, in managing inflation and sustaining balanced growth. These economic considerations are likely to play a significant role in the upcoming presidential election, which, of course, Putin will win, um, underscoring the importance of sound economic policies and maintaining public confidence and stability, which has definitely been going downhill. Next, um, I'll shift our attention down to Zimbabwe, where their central bank has been steadily accumulating gold reserves, amassing almost 800 kilos of gold since implementing a law requiring mining companies to pay a portion of their royalties in gold. This move comes amid efforts to stabilize the country's currency and address exchange rate instability, which has been a very big issue in Zimbabwe. With Zimbabwe producing over 30 tons of gold last year, the Reserve Bank of Zimbabwe is strategically building up its gold reserves as this move shows. The consideration of backing the currency with gold definitely reflects a broader strategy to manage liquidity and restore confidence in their economy. For example, finance, their finance minister um, and Kube's suggestion of linking the exchange rate to a hard asset like gold indicates a shift towards what they hope to be a more stable monetary policy. Furthermore, the president's mention of a, quote, structured currency suggests a potential revamp of the Zimbabwean dollar to address its persistent devaluation. Um, Despite previous attempts to shore up the Zimbabwean dollar, including the introduction of gold coins and digital tokens, the currency has continued to struggle. The IMF, the International Monetary Fund, has been critical of these unconventional measures, highlighting the challenges facing Zimbabwe in stabilizing its currency, with significant reserves of other valuable minerals like Platinum, diamonds, and nickel, Zimbabwe's mineral wealth can play a crucial role in its economic recovery and currency stabilization efforts.
So finally, um, Japan's economy facing a technical recession highlights the delicate balancing act for the Bank of Japan, otherwise known as the BOJ, as it navigates between supporting the yen and stimulating growth, a common uh, trade-off. The BOJ governor is under increasing pressure to address the yen's weakness, exacerbated by the interest rate gap between the U.S. and Japan. However, the BOJ is also grappling with high inflation, which policymakers, policymakers still view as unsustainable, despite its negative impact on domestic demand and the recent technical recession. The BOJ is expected to exit its negative interest rate policy this spring, which I definitely think is aimed at addressing the side effects of prolonged ultra-easy monetary policy. Um, the yen's depreciation, which is currently around 150 to the dollar, has eroded purchasing power and export competitiveness, adding urgency to the BOJ's policy decisions. While the BOJ aims to achieve stable inflation, the prolonged high inflation rates have dampened domestic consumption, contributing to Japan's recession. The central bank faces challenges in normalizing policy, especially as wage and consumption trends remain pretty weak. Despite expectations of policy changes, including the removal of negative interest rates, which I just mentioned, the BOJ's ability to effectively manage the yen depreciation while stimulating economic growth definitely remains a complex and challenging task. Um, so that's it for this week. Um, overall, in uh, summary, we have turned our attention to how Russia's central bank has decided to hold the rate steady amidst their continued high inflation. Um, Zimbabwe has been accumulating gold reserves, and how Japan slipped into a technical recession and how they plan to deal with that. As we continue to live throughout this financial landscape, the ripples of change will definitely continue being felt across economies worldwide. Um, so yeah, that's the wrap for this week's Central Bank Roundup. If you have topics you want me to dive into or thoughts on today's show, hit me up anytime. You'll find all my contact details in the show notes. Until next time, cheers.